0: Good evening. It's Saturday night. It's the Doctor Zeus Film Podcast. I, <laughs> it's you know, as Maggie Smith so famously said on *Downton Abbey*, "What is a weekend?" So I record these <laughs> all the time. Sometimes two a day. So here we are. Um, I want to give a shout out to Jason Almy uh, of *Shit Happens* when you party naked, who has inspired me to talk about my grandmother. He did a beautiful interview with his grandmother i wish i had gotten to do that with my grandmother i had interviewed her but this was like in high school and i wrote it down i didn't i didn't tape record it i should have i should have there there's video there's video of her but i can't really watch it it's a weird thing my father who was smart interviewed his mother my other grandmother um in i don't know when and he has it he has it put away my my father is a very smart man and because she didn't like cameras, my uh, uh, grandma, um, f- uh, who was from Mexico, oh, God, she thought they took a piece of her soul. My mother's mother, um, who was born in – my mother's mother was born in Oakland, California, 1933. I'm not going to tell you when because, yeah, too much information. Um Lived in Oakland until 1947, moved to Tracy, California. If you don't know where Tracy, California is, Kathy Griffin, the comedian, her assistant, Tiffany, used to live in Tracy. There you go. And also they filmed some of The Candidate with Robert Redford and Tracy. So here we are. I thought I would talk about, you know, my grandmother would always buy us films and she would test them out on us. I'll never forget when she tested out Bambi and my brother and I both hated it because the mother gets killed. Uh. Spoiler alert. (laughs) If you haven't seen Bambi, I think most of us have. And then I couldn't get over how he would say mother. He would say mutter, mutter, like he was hanging out with Joe Pesci. And then I remember one time she got us The Addams Family. I love that movie. And then she was kind of going, oh, my God, because she bought it for us. But she couldn't believe some of the the hijinks um, that the Addams Family were pulling. So I thought I would talk about... You know, my grandmother tried to get us into the classics. I remember watching the, what was it? Was it The Hunchback? No, no. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And I think it was the, either the one with Spencer Tracy or was it Frederick March? It was somebody. And I just couldn't get into it. And then in 1999, and I remember it was, I think I had, what had I just, I think I had just graduated high school. Yeah. Week prior, and I'm watching TV. I think I was watching Private Benjamin. I had rented it, it's such a funny movie. Goldie Hahn and Eileen Brennan, you know. And I turn on the TV, and the movie's over, and there's this thing of all these old movies. I'm like, what is this? And it was called 100 uh, Years, 100 Stars. By the American Film Institute. And that's how I got into the classics. And I loved it so much that I bought the VHS. Remember VHS? And then the DVD. In fact, now they are both out of print. I've digitized it so AFI don't come after me. Because it has a lot of film footage. Copyright. Hello. This was 1999. You know, Prince, come on. I'm not even going to sing it. Because Prince will come after you. Even even in death. (laughs) But here we are talking about... Films. So, my grandmother, when I first got into the classics and I showed her the AFI thing, and I remember she said to me, Just so you know, my favorite is Mae West. And then I later learned that she used to imitate Mae West growing up in Oakland, California. She loved Mae West. She loved Cary Grant. And then, as I, as after she, she, you know, I don't like to say passed away after she left this earth, she's still roaming about. I know that. And I started to learn things. My mother would say, oh, yeah, your grandmother loved Yul Brunner. Yeah, because of the bald head. Or Anthony Quinn. Or who else was it? Oh, Robert Mitchum. Robert Mitchum was such a badass. Oh, my God. So the fact that my grandmother... I remember I brought it up to my grandfather when he was still alive. I said, hey, so I hear grandma like Huel Brunner. And he's like, yeah. I was like, uh-oh. Oh, and and she liked Robert Mitchum, too. And he says, oh, you know, Robert Mitchum, he was an outlaw. It's like, yeah, he got busted for smoking pot. You know, this is before Brad Pitt and Matthew McConaughey with the bongos. You know, Robert, Robert Mitchum did time on The Chain Gang. Hello. Don't tell Chrissy Hine that. I can't sing that. Shoot. Yeah. And so I learned about all these, you know... Learning about those classic film stars is like opening Pandora's box. Some people, opening Pandora's box is Playboy. I look through Playboy. eh. Yeah. eh. Hustler is more interesting. (laughs) But that's just me. So here we are. It's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. This has been... It's been three years that I've been doing this. And I rebranded it film last year because... The political shit was just out of control I know a lot of people on the other side I was like you know what I'm tired of getting into fights over this shit So I said you know what I talk about film and music really well And so that's why we're here We're here and we're queer So get used to it You know The Dr. Zeus Film Podcast And I figured you know um, My grandmother and I talked about films and I, I didn't get a chance to interview her. So right now, as I record this, we're going to give a shout out because I'm, I'm talking to him and recording. Because you know, I, I am the consummate multitasker, something that my friend and late coworker Richard hated. He did not like multitasking. The fact that I could do it. OK, he questioned it. He questioned it. <laughs> So here we are. Um, Oh, shoot. I can't even. It's like, you can you walk and chew gum at the same time? Can't even hold the tablet and record. And so, yeah. It's been an interesting thing. So I want to give a shout out. Right now I'm recording a shout out for you on my podcast. Maybe. Yeah. Now my grandfather <laughs> had a dark sense of humor. He all, he, all, he caught well 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 how can we describe Grandpa right now? Grandpa's gone, but let's just say uh, he kind of pissed some people off. I'm not gonna name names. I'm not Joseph McCarthy, but I, oh he he pissed me off a little bit. He's he's gone. We would talk about films every now and then. I remember watching Doctor Strange love with him. He loved it. He was just howling, "Oh my god, is that Patton?" <laughs> yeah. Yep, I think I that, that was the last thing I bought him for Christmas. Last year I bought him Patton. Yep. I don't know if he watched it, you know. When we when, when you get to where he got to toward the end of his life, he's taken a lot of naps. Um but it was my grandmother who loved films She loved the movie stars Oh my god she loved them She loved Jennifer Jones I would have loved to have had that conversation Because Jennifer Jones was kind of a big hoe You know She left her husband Messed around with uh, David O'Sell's <laughs> Had a kid with him He re-nicknamed her or Renamed her Jennifer Jones That wasn't her real name Come on but my grandmother loved like an affair to remember. She loved all the Mae West stuff. Guess who's coming to dinner? Zorba the Greek. Probably because we had Greek in us, but she didn't know that. I, later on, they did the genealogy. She loved Anthony Quinn. I know she loved Brando because she told me when he ripped that shirt off, she loved Betty Davis. I remember the first time I watched All About Eve and then I gave her the video, video cassette, hello. She was still using those. Up until the day she died She was still watching Or actually no that's not true She was watching soap operas And then when we put her in I guess it was hospice She well, she couldn't really watch TV anymore But I remember One um, February in 2000 She had just had back surgery And we're sitting We're watching all these TV movies That she recorded We're eating these sticks With um, sesame season; they're really good and she would doze off. And then she would wake up and say, what happened? And I'm like, and she'd go, eh. And, she'd, and I'd have to watch it again. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, I, I but it's grandma. I, you couldn't be mean and say, grandma, I already watched that shit. She didn't like it when I cussed. She cussed, too. So it was, you know. But in terms of films, oh, that's a funny one. I got to talk about this. She, <laughs> sometimes movie titles, I, I don't know the whole story, but I do know that my grandparents rented the piano. I know. Talk amongst yourselves with Holly Hunter and Harvey Keitel. And there's a lot of nudity in the piano. So I do remember her being shocked. She says, here I thought it was about a piano. <laughs> I'm laughing. I've seen the piano. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you look at some of the films now What are some She we watched some films together We watched Soul Food she really liked that cuz it was about a grandmother and you know keeping the family together she loved that movie oh, What else did we watch You know we watched different things We really did She would always she would always ask me about interviews she would always ask me She knew I loved Billie Holiday. She thought that was interesting. (laughs) Uh, We we would watch like documentaries and stuff. She loved Sleeping Beauty, the Disney one, because the a Portuguese woman did the voice of Sleeping Beauty of uh, Briar Rose, Aurora, and the singing voice. If it was Portuguese, she loved it. Okay, all right. I don't know if she was aware of Nelly Furtado because Nelly Furtado is Portuguese and she's from Canada, and I have family in Canada. And Furtado is actually in my family tree. So, Nellie, if you can hear me. Um, James Franco is also Portuguese, but... Well, half, but I don't think we're related. No. <laughs> my grandmother was a character. And I, I I do remember asking her about Joan Crawford and Betty Davis. And I said, what do you think of that? You know, she, she beat the shit out of that child. And she says... And this is my grandmother, I'm not... She says, I don't care what she did to that brat. She said she was a damn good actress. That's what she told me. That's what she told me. Okay. So, years years later, I had never seen Mildred Pierce. And I watched it one early morning in 2014, I think it was. And (laughs) I felt her presence as I was watching it. I thought, okay, I I get it now. Uh, You know, because there's people who are Team Betty Davis, there are people who are Team Joan Crawford. She loved both of them. And so we were able to share in that commonality, uh, you know, of of the classic film stars. You know, we would talk about it. And I shit you not. And this is my podcast. I can cuss if I want. So don't give me the drama. Oh my God, you said shit. Don't let the kids listen to this. It's as simple as that. That week that after she died, it was either after the funeral. I remember I was up one night. I've always been a night owl. Even now that I work during the day, I, I have to train myself to wake up. I have a whole bunch of alarms. But I remember I was up at 2 in the morning and I was watching PBS all the time. And this documentary came on Mae West and the Men That Loved Her. Hosted by Dom DeLuise. And I thought, oh, my gosh, if that's not a sign from you, shit. Yeah, because she loved Mae West. It, it was a trip. It was a trip to watch it. And that, you know, I think people like to question, and that's understandable, whether the, the afterlife exists or not. It, it exists. I say that with complete confidence because... You know, only she would contact me like that That's not a coincidence There are some other things I could talk about um, But I won't, you know um, But yeah, in terms of films she, She loved them You know, she grew up in Oakland, California Right before the war and during the war And I asked her, I said, well, why did you see like five movies in one day? And she says, hey, that's all you did. You either went to the park or went to the junkyard and got skates. I'll never forget. um, She, one morning I woke up and I remember we had the TV at the far part of the, the living room. And I walked past her and she's sitting on the couch. And she says, oh, you just walked past your grandmother. You didn't say anything to me. I've been sitting here. She says, and then my brother wakes up, she says, okay, no cartoons, I'm going to tell you a story. And so she told us about growing up in Oakland, you know. And then um, she would tell us some other stories. But in terms of the films, it wasn't until later that we would talk about that, you know. She loved Elizabeth Taylor. She... My other grandmother liked the perfume. I don't know about my mom's mom. But as an, as an actress, I remember we talked about who's afraid of Virginia Woolf, which is crazy. The other thing was the rating system, okay? My grandmother remembered when Gone with the Wind came out. So, okay, 33, 34. So she was maybe like 7 or 8 when Gone with the Wind came out in 1939, 1940. And she, I remember she told me, you couldn't go to the theater to see it by yourself because it's a damn. Because, you know, he says, frankly my dear, I don't give a damn. I don't know if it was one of her favorites. I know she liked Vivian Lee. She liked, oh, God, she loved Clark Gable. She loved It Happened One Night. I remember watching that and she wanted to borrow it. Anytime I had something, she wanted to borrow it. She was like, oh, my God, I just love it that you're into them now. You know, <laughs> it's like, hello, I've been telling you this your whole life. Yeah. So when I watch certain movies, I think of her, uh, that Robert, 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 Robert Mitchum, hello, Yule Brenner. There's a really great Yul Brenner film Of course You know, he's in uh, No, no, he isn't in uh, I was almost going to say he's in uh, Dr. Zhivago, that's the other thing Oh shit So my mother loves The English Patient I don't, I've watched The English Patient My grandmother loved Dr. Zhivago Made my mother go see it with her <laughs> Yeah and I and at first the first time I watched Doctor Zhivago was 2013. I thought it was so depressing, so Russian. And then I watched it again, and I loved it. You know who? How can you not love Omar Sharif and Julie Christie, Geraldine Chaplin? Hello, Alec Guinness. I almost said uh, Yul Brenner was in it. Yul Brenner. Yul Brenner is in. Well, of course we all know the ten. The Ten Commandments every Easter. I almost said Halloween. <laughs> My grandmother would watch it. I, I can tell now. She liked Ramses. But there was another one that I watched a couple of years ago with Yule Brenner. Well, I didn't watch it with him. You know, that would have been Ghost Meets Human. The Brothers. How, how does it say it? Let me see if Siri will tell me. Drama, 1958. Two hours. 25 minutes. Rated N.R. Dostoyevsky's novel The Brothers Karamazov is given the Hollywood screen treat. The Brothers Karamazov uh, directed by, uh, it doesn't say. What? Okay. William Shatner's in this, his screen debut. Yul Brenner, Maria Schell, Claire Bloom, Lee J. Cobb. Yeah. The Brothers Karamazov. Yeah. Nineteen fifty-eight, Yul Brenner. Yul Brenner and that bald head—that's why she liked him. And then, of course, Anthony Quinn. If you've never seen Zorba the Greek, come on, Zorba the Greek is such a interesting movie. You know, Anthony Quinn. Anthony Quinn really is a trailblazer. Doing the films that he did. In the 1950s and 60s There were not a lot of Hispanics in film I mean, most famously You know, Rita Hayworth's real name Was Margarita Cancina She changed her name Just like Anthony Quinn And uh, who was from Chihuahua, Mexico Martin Sheen's real name was Ramona Estevez You know Here we go Oh, this is perfect dance will you dance did you say dance come on my boy and we can't play the music because I don't want to get in trouble but that's a scene from Zorba the Greek you know Anthony Quinn, Alan Bates. Yeah. It's pretty amazing that an Irish Mexican would play. Oh yeah, someone said that. Greek character so well. <laughs> That's yeah. Uh, I, I I have Greek in my background a little bit, you know. But Zorba the and and you you know, you watch those films. But I, I'm gonna play I love Robert Mitchum. I love Robert Mitchum. He's smoldering. He's got that voice. Oh, he was on Saturday Night Live? What the fuck? I didn't know that. But I loved him in Night of the Hunter. Night of the Hunter is such a Oh my god, this movie. This movie is just He he's got Oh, he plays this preacher. It was directed by Charles Lawton and this is this is this is a scene here he is he's playing a preacher a bad preacher good morning ladies I do why you're Miss Cooper I take it it's about that John and that Pearl oh them poor little lambs to think I never hope to see them again in this world oh dear madam if you were know what a crown of thorns I have borne in my search for them straight chicks. Ruby, go fetch them kids. Oh, madam, I see you're looking at my hands. Would you like me to tell you the little story of left hand and right hand, the tale of good and evil? It was with this left hand that old brother Cain struck the blow that laid his brother low. Them kids is yours? My own flesh and blood. Where's your missus? Uh, she run off with a drummer during prayer meeting. Where's she at? Down the River Summers, Parkersburg, maybe Cincinnati. One of them saw them to the Ohio River. She took them kids with them? Oh, heaven only knows what unholy sights and sounds them innocent little babes has heard in the dens of perdition where she dragged them. Right funny, ain't it, how they rode all the way upriver in a ten-foot John boat. Are they well, Miss Cooper? A sight better than they was gracious gracious you are a good woman miss cooper how you figuring to raise them two without a woman oh the lord will provide the lord is merciful oh what a day this is and there's little john what's wrong john come to me boy what's wrong john didn't you hear me boy john when your dad says come you should mind him he ain't my dad No, and he ain't no preacher neither. That, of course, is Lillian Gish. Hello. Robert Mitchum. Shelley Winters, who goes down the river. (laughs) Oh, if you watch the movie, you'll find out. But as we end tonight's podcast, talking about films and grandmothers, this, of course, is my grandmother's favorite. Here we go. Well, when I'm good, I'm very good. But when I'm bad, I'm better. Uh, you were wonderful tonight. I'm always wonderful at night. <laughs> do I bother you if I look over your shoulder? No, do I bother you? <laughs> I wonder what kind of a woman you really are. Too bad, but I can't get out samples. I should come up sometimes, see me. <laughs> you gotta end it with May West. Why do come up sometime, see me Strangely enough, Mae West died the year I was born I was almost born on Thanksgiving She was born, I think, the day after, I don't know 1980 She was 88 years old Or 87 Mary Jane West Inspired a whole generation with those double entendres And her comedy And when I talk about Mae West I am just so happy because I know my grandmother's smiling wherever she is, you know. People often say, "Oh, they're looking down," from what? <laughs> they're they're in the ether. They're walking around. It's like Beetlejuice. In fact, she loved that movie Beetlejuice. She didn't like it at first when we were watching. It, and then she, and it kind of made sense to me years later why she liked it. Hello, handbook for the recently deceased, or as he, or as Alec Baldwin says. Diseased, deceased Look at that publisher <laughs> It's been an interesting Afternoon Just revisiting things And it's been A moment, just talking about these films I give respect to My friend Jason Almey and his grandmother, may she rest in peace. To the American Film Institute for bringing me to the path of classic films. And to my grandmother, both of them. Crazy characters. Yes. Who loved their Frank Sinatra, their films. Oh, yeah. Robert Mitchum, Anthony Quinn. All those epics. But you know, it's only about raising parting the sea like Moses did. From my cold dead hand. Yeah. You know, she didn't like uh Charlton Heston. <laughs> but she liked she liked Joel Brenner who's in the movie, so it's like okay, I, I don't like Moses, but I like Ramsey. <laughs> if you saw what Ramses was wearing, I can understand. Yeah. So that's the Doctors Who's Film podcast unpleasant dreams.